Sunday Drive podcast all about ice cream. I'm Tara. I'm Kara. And we are now um, a week past our amazing trip to the Seattle Ice Cream Festival. And it was amazing. It was amazing. It was everything I hoped for and thought it was going to be. Plus, we got to just wander around Seattle, which was also good, and try lots of other shops on top of it. Yes, and it was an exceptionally beautiful weekend in Seattle, which was a good thing and a bad thing because there were hundreds, and I'm going to venture thousands of people who came out for the festival, um, and in a very small space, it made for some interesting times. Um, at one point when we kind of done our thing and we were going around talking to people about the podcast, they kept asking us if we knew what line they were in, and the answer was always no. <laughs> yeah, I think we had kind of the go-to strategy, which was just get in a line, see where it ends up. Anywhere you're going to go, it's going to have good ice cream. Yeah, and we, I, we had some good things, so we'll give you a quick summary of the amazing stuff we tried first at the festival um we got there a little bit before the start time and we got i would say insanely lucky to wander into the line for kurt farm shop which is the shop of kurt timmerweister who kind of started the whole thing we talked to in our last episode and it was like a two minute line and we got to try everything yeah and it was incredible and there it was um so he makes all his ice cream from his herd of dairy cows jersey cows out on bastion island and it is this fresh, pure, simple, really amazing ice cream. Yeah, and the flavors we have, we had were just incredibly inventive. And at the same time, some of them were just incredibly simple and delicious. I tried the tomato jam and the bay leaf. And I have to say that bay leaf might have been one of my favorites from the whole entire festival. It was just so good. And together, it almost tasted like an Italian meal. Yeah, and I, I was not as big a fan of a tomato jam, but I don't like tomatoes fresh very much. But the bay leaf was, I kept thinking about it. Like, I didn't, I ended up getting a scoop of the chocolate because it was mind-blowingly good chocolate ice cream and just the Jersey cream because I like really, I like really simple ice cream sometimes too. But the bay leaf, I kept thinking, man, I wish I'd, I'd had more of that because it was so interesting. We also tried uh, Flora's Cheese, which is an ice cream flavor made with one of the types of cheese that Kurt also makes at his shop. And so, yeah, we got, I would say, insanely lucky to just waltz right in there as soon as it opened. And it was really good. And then so we went back into the courtyard area of Chop House Row where there was, I think, like six more stands and got in lines and figured, just went where we went. So Yeah, and the first one was trove I think that we went into and they were actually only doing taste on spoons so we didn't really get some some of the other places were doing like tasting cups or like a little bit bigger or you could order more and I think trove just had the tasters they just had the tasters I did spring fling which I can't remember everything that was in it but it was delicious it had it was pistachio based though and so that's one of my favorites but yeah it felt tasted like spring in your mouth. It was awesome. <laughs> and I, I, I sampled both of them, the spring fling and the uh, Scooby Ube Do. And um, Ube, which we may or may not be saying right because I keep changing how I say it, uh, is purple yam. And it's a popular flavor, especially in Japan. And it's sneaking its way into the United States. And I'm so psyched about that. I think it's also popular in Hawaii. It's very similar to taro, which is a big deal in Hawaii. And it is so good. It's just a unique, sweet, soft flavor without being like really cloying like a lot of candy flavors and that one had sponge cake and something crunchy I don't know because Trove does parfaits and there next time I'm in the city they're absolutely on my list of places that I have to stop and get a full parfait because it was inventive and it was good and it was interesting and unique and then we ended up in the line for half pint next right and um, I ended up going with uh, their lemon which was 
just what I wanted after kind of having some heavier flavors. I think that's what something we kind of hit on is if you had a heavy flavor, the next one you typically did was a lighter flavor. And you kind of kind of kept doing that throughout the day. I think we did it several times in a way we tasted things. But it was good. Um, they're just a small little, looks like, I think they're just a farmer's market shop to tell you the truth. So. so, you know, it kind of reminded us of our previous farmer's yes. market shop, but it was good. I very classic flavors. Very classic. I think there was also a coconut that I tried, but I will try anything that's coconut. And see, so we should have branched out more because I also love lemon and coconut, so I tried their lemon and their coconut, <laughs> and they were good. I didn't have a, a full taster scoop like you did, but it was a lemon vanilla, I think, and it was very creamy and very kind of lemon meringue pie-y and good. And then we landed in line because we had started seeing people getting them, and we found the line for them for these ice cream macaroons. Oh my, oh my gosh. They were so good. And then pink, it was pink. And at the same time, they also did more, I think they were doing Thai flavors or Asian yeah, flavors. Yeah, I think they call themselves pink Thai ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of went out on a limb and ended up with a durian fruit macaroon. If you guys know what durian fruit is, it's everything. It's the thing everyone hates getting in the chop basket because yeah. it's a smelly, smelly fruit. No, I was trying to explain <laughs> it to my mom, and I was like, well, it's this really stinky fruit that's hard to cook with. And she's like, why would they make ice cream out of that? Well, because it's a challenge, and it, you know, it was okay. It was a little, why would they make ice cream out of that? But it was good. I sampled it, and it was pungent, but interesting. Yeah, and I ended up with the whole macaroon of it because it was so savory, and I was looking for that, like, kind of savory taste, and it mm -hmm. hit that same type of taste bud, that same kind of taste bud of the savoriness. Um, I will say, I think my breath probably, like, smelled awful afterwards. No, I did not. <laughs> Nobody that noticed was, that we were with. <laughs> that was my main thing was the rest of the time. I was like, oh, God. I'm talking to people about ice cream. D does my breast smell? Like durian. <laughs> yes. And I had the lychee fruit one, and that was so good. And that is that is one of my favorite fruit flavors that I don't get very often, and it was really special. Um, and then one of our friends who we were with went to another stand, and I'm not going to remember. I think it was the Bellwether Creamery. It started with a B. If you was look it, up. It wasn't Bluebirds, was it? No, it wasn't Bluebird. And we skipped the Bluebird because I've been to Bluebird before and it was getting insane. And there was a few other shops back there, but we were just like, yeah. We, we had friends with us who had a one-year-old with them. And we saw several families with children, especially families with strollers. It was like dad would park it with a stroller and not move. And mom would go get ice cream and then they'd trade or whatever. But it was, it even if you were just, you know, adults with no trappings it was getting really crazy which is good because people love ice cream and it was in, it I think considering this was kind of an experimental thing it was cool to see so many people not just say they wanted to come out but actually come out and be super excited about it yeah it did get packed but that just means it's gonna be, be bigger and better next year um yeah and I don't like I'm <laughs> safe go field yes. <laughs> so like, <laughs> well in the park that was just down the way from us on Capitol Hill could have been a perfect spot too like it it's it just needed a bigger space and wider and I don't think either that the ice cream makers they had it they did a great job but yeah it's hard you know you either have a stand or a truck yeah, and we were there so early that I don't really know what how it panned out toward the end of the day because it was supposed to go till 5. Like, if you showed up at 3, what that experience would be. And we saw a little bit of people on Twitter saying they didn't go or whatever because they it was so busy. But I think people are happy to wait in line. Like, especially it was a beautiful day. Everyone was friendly. Like, considering it was just packed full of people, I didn't hear a crabby word from anybody. So I think if you just had more space to stand in lines and more, like, then it would be more distinctive which line was which. It could be a really, really cool thing. And more, I mean, there's even more ice cream makers. Maybe you could get them from all across the Northwest or something and just 
blow it all out. It was cool to see, like, that evidence that Seattle is an ice cream city. And, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the rest of our day here in a minute because we did not just stop with the Seattle Ice Cream Festival. Uh, actually, we didn't even begin with the Seattle Ice Cream Festival. But before we do that, we have a series of short interviews that we did with the people we met in line, especially in the, the time after we had stuffed our faces. We went around and we had little packets of sprinkles to give to people about Sunday Drive. And everyone who said, a podcast about ice cream, we were like, hey, can we talk to you? Or who were otherwise like super enthusiastic. But right before we get to them, we did actually randomly run into Kurt Timmermeister and get like a 30-second interview from him about the festival at its dawning moments. So we'll we'll give you that, and then you're going to hear from several ice cream lovers, and then we'll tell you about the rest of our day. I am here with Kurt T- Timmermeister live at the Seattle Ice Cream Festival. How's it going so far? Um, it opened about a minute ago, and it's already full, and we have five hours left. So I'm... It looks great. Wonderful, yeah. What sort of things have you been hearing from people so far? I think everyone everyone looks happy. It's still it's still not super credit. And they they're trying and they're eating ice cream, and I love ice cream. Uh, my name's Evie, and I'm from Redmond. Okay, and why did you come out to the festival today? Because I love ice cream. <laughs> uh, so, um, do you have a particular favorite ice cream shop in Seattle? Uh, so I'm pretty new to the area, so I don't really have one. I've only been to like Molly Moose. <laughs> What are you most excited to try while you're here today? That macaroon ice cream. I'm Brendan. I'm from Houston. Houston. Did you, like, come from Houston yes. up here this week? Oh, my just gosh. Just for ice cream. Just <laughs> for ice cream. Not for your friends. They're no. just like, no, I didn't They happen to be here, and I heard ice cream was going down, so I yeah, decided nice. to come. So is there good ice cream in Houston? Uh, no, no. Bummer. So Seattle, on the other hand, is fabulous. Yes. Um, have you had any ice cream in Seattle before? Molly Moons. Molly Moons. All right. Um, and what is your favorite flavor of ice cream you've ever had? Oh, man, that's hard. I can't really say. It's all of them. Or just your all favorite in general, like your go-to? Oh, chocolate everywhere. Cho- everywhere? Just basic chocolate. But if there's some kind of fancy chocolate with some kind of like fudge or brownies on it, I'm going to go for that. Uh, why did you come out to the to the um, Seattle Ice Cream Festival today? Because we were curious what it's really about and I thought it would be nice to try some ice cream from places that I haven't heard of. What is your favorite ice cream shop in Seattle normally? Normally, it's going to be between Cupcake Royale, of all places, a cupcake shop, especially when you can get ice cream with cupcakes in it. Yes. That's the highlight of my life right there. And then I really like Molly Moons too. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream you've ever had? (laughs) My favorite flavor... My actually go-to favorite flavor of all things is vanilla. Okay. And it's really hard to find a good vanilla. Store-wise, Haagen-Dazs is my absolute favorite. But I love when I want something exotic, lavender ice cream. Oh, nice. It's really exciting for me. Uh, My name is Lee. I'm just from south of Seattle. Mackenzie from south of Seattle also. Okay, and why did you decide to come out to the festival today? Bunch of ice cream. (laughs) Why not? 70 degrees, sunshine, and ice cream. Perfect. Um, so are you ice cream regulars around Seattle, or is this just kind of your first time trying these places? We used to be when we lived in Seattle. Okay. It was a big thing. But awesome. Uh, what are your favorite shops? Uh, Molly Moons has been my favorite. Okay. Molly Moons. Right. Earl Grey is so good. Tara, I'm uh, Sophia. Sophia, where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, but I've been here in the Northwest for three years now. Uh, why did you come out to the festival today? Um, I love ice cream. All different types of ice cream. So, I don't know, I thought it was uh, a cool thing. It's the first first one, mm-hmm. so I thought it'd be good to support the local ice creameries around here and just really maybe make it a, 
a repetitive thing here in the I city. I hope so too. <laughs> um, what, do you have a favorite ice cream shop in Seattle? Ooh, I have to say in Seattle. Okay, just Blue, in general. Bluebird, but if I'm on Bainbridge Island, there's this ice cream shop called Mora. Do you have a favorite flavor that you've ever had anywhere? So at Mora, I like to get the double half and half of um, cinnamon and dark chocolate mint. Nice. Very good. And that's flavors. like, yeah. Are amazing. For um, sure. And what's the best thing you've had here today? Ooh, Trove had this awesome uh, cookies and dream, and it was like an Oreo cookie layer with a thin layer of chocolate on top. Okay, so as you can see, people love ice cream. We're not the only nerds out there. <laughs> no, we're not the only nerds by far. And people, by the time we'd gone there, it was packed, but they just were so happy about it. Even, yeah. Even the guy in the cow costume who was... <laughs> Taking lots of photos of people seemed just overjoyed to be there. And probably very warm. <laughs> but no, it was. that People were just, they even when they were like, hey, do you know what we're in line for? It was like, oh my gosh, what are we in line for? Where are we going? Um, but yeah, so we actually, before we went up to the festival, because it started at noon, and we, we stayed with some friends over in Bremerton and took the ferry across the water and went to Pike, we started our day at a new shop in, in Seattle. And it's Suge's Soda Fountain, and it is the super cute, super classic retro soda fountain. And we were peering in the windows, and the guy there was super kind and opened up a little early for us. And they get their ice cream from a distributor in Anacortes that makes small batch ice cream. So it's not like hyper local. It's not like the, the one shop craft ice cream, but it's not like getting, you know, something you can get anywhere. And it was good. We had a very special Sunday. Yes. I'm going to have to say the peanut cluster was probably the best part of it, but... I it was cashews. It was cashew clusters, so we kind of went tropical, not remembering the name of this yet. It had a funky name. It was something lurie. The crested lurie, that crested was. Lurie. Which must be a kind of bird, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, it's a bird. So it was coconut ice cream layered with fresh pineapple and a beautiful peanut cluster, or peacock. Ugh. Cashew, 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 cashew cluster on the side, and the cashew cluster was really, 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 really good. Yeah, and there was a little bit of raspberry sauce in it. I was impressed. So, with coconut ice cream, I'm glad that the coconut milk ice cream trend is happening because I think it gives a lot of people who previously didn't have a lot of access to ice cream, like everywhere you go, you're going to be able to get a sorbet or coconut based vegan ice cream, which is super cool. But I love. I love dairy coconut, fla coconut flavored dairy ice cream, and that was exceptionally good coconut ice cream. It was. It was kind of the perfect morning start, to tell you the truth, because we needed some ice cream and we needed some sugar. Um, we had had Breakfast! We had had coffee, but we needed a little bit more, and the tropicalness of it just it felt good with the day. It was so pretty and sunny out. And it was just a good entry into the city. And then we went up to the festival. Um, and then after the festival, so Capitol Hill is a great place to have an ice cream festival because it's already where a lot of Seattle's ice cream scene is happening. Um, the Bluebird Shop is up there. Trove is up there. Holly Moon has a location. And Cupcake Royale has a location. And so the Cupcake Royale location was literally like a block from the festival. And we knew it was there. And so we went, you know, instead of waiting in the Cupcake Royale line here, let's go up there. And then our friend's baby could have like a little, like a space to sit and have her lunch. And we could get giant scoops. I don't think that the employees there were totally prepared for all the ice cream festival people who wandered up the street, but they were super cool, and we had some unique flavors there. And now I, I wanted something refreshing and kind of in between, and Kara did too, but I think I like the flavors okay, but I think Kara, they really hit it out of the park for me. Yeah, so 
I actually was trying to get rid of my bad breath at that point. <laughs> um, so I, the two scoops we had were um, a lemon buttermilk. Yeah, buttermilk with, with preserved lemon. lemon. And that was, again, I am on a lemon kick, but it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't super tart. So it wasn't a sherbet. Like sometimes a lemon can kind of edge on that sherbet. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a cream-based, and it was definitely more candy than it was tart. Yeah, and it was very buttermilky, which is my thing. I'm not a huge buttermilk fan. I would have liked more lemon up front. Um, but when you got to the pockets of lemon, it was really good. And, um, and then the second flavor was a rhubarb rose sorbet, which was the light freshness I think we both needed at that yes. point. It uh, was like having a glass of water. It was so refreshing. It was awesome. I actually I have rhubarb at my house, but I have no idea how to cook with it. So I <laughs> was really happy to kind of see it in a sorbet. Um, and it was, we were had been a little dairy heavy, so it was kind of nice not to have so much dairy. But the two together were kind of interesting once it kind of melted because it was like a yeah. weird like mix. And it was two very, it was two very tart, like bold flavors, but it was good. Yeah, I almost need kind of, I ended up with, I think, a little bit of a glass of water at the end just because the tartness kind of got to you. Mm-hmm. But they were... It was great. I think it was just kind of what we needed. And again, it was those summer flavors, which I think I was kind of edging to yeah. this whole entire time. And Cupcake Royale is what, really one of my favorite shops in Seattle. Like, I, I think they have inventive flavors. They have a wide variety of flavors. They do a good job of working with local distributors and other things. I'm sure, their cupcakes are awesome, too, but they, they make really fabulous ice cream. Yeah, I, I was actually kind of regret that I didn't grab a cupcake, but... I don't, if we'd eaten cupcakes at that point, we'd have just like spontaneously combusted. <laughs> just, or turned into piles of sugar. <laughs> but we weren't done. We weren't done, no. Yeah. So our next trip was we uh, went up to UW dist- the UW district. Um, I think it's Just the U district. The U district. Yeah, at the University of Washington, for those of you outside the Northwest. Yeah, it was nice. We were able just to jump on the link and get up there, and we wandered through campus a little bit, but it's always nice to compare campuses. And it was, yes, because we both work at the University of Idaho, which I think is the most beautiful campus in the world, but especially on a on a 75-degree and sunny day in May, you walk through Dub and there's, like, the Rose Garden, and the fa- it, was, it was beautiful. But it was really our passageway to more ice cream. But we, stam- we, we left UW campus, and we stumbled upon a street fair. Yeah, I'm still not 100% sure how we ended up in the middle of a street fair. I think the funnier part was when we asked somebody, what's going on here? They just said, a street fair. We're just like, well, we can tell. <laughs> we can tell it's a street fair. Like, I don't, And I think it, maybe it was just was that it was, you know, a mix of, like, artisans and food trucks and people selling insurance. And it was just, it, but it was, like, blocks and blocks and blocks of it. Um, but while we were wandering through it, because we had intended to go up to Full Tilt location in the U District, we stumbled on Sweet Alchemy, which I had forgotten was up in the U District. It's a really new shop, from what I understand, like, only within the past couple months. Um, there had been like a Haagen-Dazs location there and it closed and someone opened uh, a shop and they're known for, um, their savory flavors and their odd flavors. And we had one that was, I guess, not odd in the world, but odd for us. Yeah. The black sesame is what we ended up with. Um, wasn't my favorite. It was a little too savory for me at that point, but I think you really enjoyed it. I did, you know, and it was like eating a cracker, but it was fascinating. And I'd had a black sesame ice cream once before. Um, there's a sushi restaurant in McCall, 
Idaho. I think I've mentioned it before because they make their own ice cream and it's so good there. Um, and I'd had their black sesame there and it was good and it was very, very mild and creamy. Um, but my friend who I was with there had lived in Japan for a while and she said in Japan it's a lot bolder. It's a lot more sesame flavored. And I think that's more of what we experienced at Sweet Alchemy. But I thought their texture was really fabulous. I'm not a huge sesame fan, but I would be curious to see more of their Asian-inspired flavors because I do tend to like that so much. Um, and I sampled one that was um, a ginger and turmeric, and it was really good. Like, I kind of, like, we went for the black sesame because we agreed, like, oh, that sounds really interesting, but that, it was super interesting. Yeah, I think by that point of the day, we were just trying to get as many interesting flavors as possible, but yeah. um, I also did the, um, they had a London Fog there, which is kind of my drink of choice um, if I'm not drinking coffee. And it was point on, like, it was great. I probably could have had two cups of it, two scoops of that easily. Now, the interesting thing, and we didn't get to try it because they were out of puff pastry at that point, the line was pretty long, yes. was is that they do put ice cream inside of puff pastry. And you can pick any ice cream and they'll put it in there. And that just, that was super interesting. I definitely, I think I'm going back in June, so if we're up in that area, that might be something I'm going to have to do just to see how that works. Yeah, because, I mean, through Instagram, we know that the ice cream puff is a thing, um, especially in New York and L.A., but it's not, you know, things wander a little more slowly to the Northwest, even to Seattle. And so it was exciting to see a shop that had that option. Yeah, so also bummed that we didn't try that. And then I, I have mixed feelings about this. I talked to a friend who's a Seattleite afterwards, and she said, oh, did they have garlic? Because she's had garlic ice cream there before. And part of me's like, oh, I wish we could have tried that. And part of me's like, oh, glad we didn't have to. Because <laughs> we know we would have made ourselves try it. Well, yeah, we would have we would have tried it, but... I was worried about my breath before. I can't imagine doing garlic. <laughs> I like durian and garlic. Thank goodness your husband wasn't with you. <laughs> Hi, honey. Yeah. And I also did a blueberry lavender, which I know you're not a huge lavender yeah. fan, but that's, I think I'm definitely going to explore kind of um, making some, some of my own lavender this year. So we'll see how that goes. I like that flavor a lot though. Nice. So um, then our final stop of the day, we went up to one of the Full Tilt location on the U District, which is a great, funky, bold, vibrant little shop. And the guy there was nice and hilarious. Everything we wanted to try, he was like, oh yeah, this is the best in the entire world, basically. Um, so I tried their uh, This is the End chocolate, which was a really bold chocolate. But we got a scoop. They had just ube. And it was purple, and it was creamy, and it was soft, and I thought it was just the absolute best way to end our day. Oh, I could have had, well, we were full at that point, but I could have a whole carton of that, like, at my house. I don't know why it's so good. I can't even, like, I'm trying to remember the flavor of it, but it was kind of almost a cotton candy. Yeah, and, you know, I was thinking it's like cotton candy, but it doesn't have that, like, pure sugar. Like, mm. it's it, it's softer, and it's like, I don't know, it makes me feel warm fuzzies. Yeah, and... You should have put sprinkles on it. It needed it sprinkles. Yes. It was so purple, though. It was such a beautiful purple. You'll have to look at our, well, Facebook or Instagram page at this point, but the purple was just gorgeous. Yeah, and so and so that ended our our ice cream adventure. Uh, we, we went back to the train. We went back to the ferry. We ate some food that had protein and vegetables in it because even though we were super full of ice cream, we'd eat nothing but ice cream for every meal all day. And I would say that it was absolutely worth the trip. Yeah, and um, I think we almost forgot, too, that we made a stop on the way up, too. Oh, yeah. So we stopped at Winnegar's in Ellensburg, Washington, uh, which is, a, they have two locations. They're a family-owned shop that's been there for a really long time. I'm going to reserve a little bit of, of 
of ideas about them because we really are hoping to talk to them mm-hmm. at some point. Um, but their flavors are, are mostly named after people in their family. And I would say that you should talk about your the, the amazing flavor that you have. So I ended up with cotton candy, which... When I say this to, like, other people about how good this ice cream was, like, they look at me like I'm insane because cotton candy is just so much sugar. But this was not fake tasting. I love pink ice cream. It was beautifully pink. It was smooth. It was creamy. and had that cotton candy flavor without being overly sugary or overly fake. It did not taste like the cotton candy. It tastes like cotton candy smells. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's exactly how I would put it almost. It doesn't taste like the cotton candy that you get out of the bag at the grocery store, which is like what you almost yeah. think you're going to get. It tastes like you think it should taste like. Like when you're standing in line at the fair and the cotton candy person is twirling it and you're just like breathing that in. It was like that. And yeah. then with the creaminess on top of yeah. it, it was really good. It was good. It, you know, kind of remind me of my uh, middle school years of lip smackers, cotton candy, <laughs> lip gloss, but... I never actually ate that. Thank you. <laughs> I, never, I, I had a friend who once ate a stick of chapstick on a dare, but it was grape. Yeah, and so so that was our adventure. We did also bring home a souvenir with us, uh, some Viking Feast ice cream from Paulsville, Washington, which they make with um, skier, which is like a yogurt-like liquid that that Icelanders make. Uh, and I, we got their dark elf, and it was really super dark, and it was really super good, though it had melted enough in the car that the texture changed a little, but I've had I've had it at their stand before. Um, and that's another place that we want to talk to. And the cool thing is we, we did mention to several of the ice cream makers, like, oh, by the way, we have a podcast. We want to talk to you someday. And I think this opens the door for us to, you know, we've now experienced their their stuff, We've seen, you know, seen them in the wild, and I really hope that we get to do some interviews with Seattle ice cream makers on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people were excited. Some yeah. were a little confused by the sprinkle bags, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was so. It gave us something to hand out. Just less exciting than some of them hoped it would be. It was just sprinkles. So I think that brings us to we are going to do a quick version of uh, our recipe time, and Kara has exciting news on that front. So it's summer, and that means I'm going to just start making as much ice cream as I want to. <laughs> and I've already started this weekend. Um, it is Memorial Day weekend while we're recording, and I actually had a um, small group over to have ice cream, but I had two really good flavors, and you'll see them on the blog with the complete recipe, so we won't go step by step. But I made a pretty decent lemonade. I probably have listened to Beyonce's Lemonade album a little too many times. so <laughs> We listened to most of it on our way home from Seattle. Yes, so had to go with the lemonade flavor. And then um, I had a thing of strawberries that I thought was going bad. They weren't, but they were kind of on that edge. I ended up making a roasted buttermilk um, strawberry ice cream, and it was a Jenny's. Yeah, so. I would say, is that Jenny's? Because they make Jenny's. the same uh, recipe up at Panhandle Coat and Coffee. Yes. In Sandpoint, and I had some there this weekend. It's really good. Yeah, and it was a Jenny's recipe. Um, it was kind of funny because the people who did the taste testing for, for the Jenny's recipe over the egg base, which I thought was surprising to me. So yeah. they kind of liked the creaminess of the um, cream cheese base. You guys will see all of this on the blog. I'm trying to get a little bit more content up there, so I'm hoping to do at least a flavor a week, if not more. Um, we'll see how many eggs I can buy, <laughs> and we'll go from there. And I'll, I'll contribute when I can, though I'm not as ambitious as Kara. Um, so, yeah, so that will be, in addition to just the podcast, you'll have a reason to go back to sundaydrive.wordpress.com. Um, we have a Facebook page now because I was up all night on some medication for a back injury and thought it was a really good idea to start a Facebook page. 
and um, I think it will be. I think we're getting yeah. we're getting kind of another place to put our photos and our pictures, and you guys won't have to probably wait as long as when we kind of do a blog. We're, we craft our content a little bit more carefully on the blog than we do on Facebook. Yeah, but, and uh, you can tell we work in communications because the way we say that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, on Facebook, we, the day of the festival, put up uh, a huge here's all of our festival pictures in addition to, you know, what we did on Twitter and Instagram, just to, you know, give different people different opportunities to see what we're doing and where we're going um, and hopefully help us find even more people who love ice cream and want to listen to Sunday Drive and, uh, and interact with us. Right. So I think that brings us to our last little segment here. So what's the best, best ice cream? Best flavor you've had lately? See, now I'm torn. Okay, because the Kurt Farm Shop chocolate at the Seattle Ice Cream Festival was the hands-down best. The um, lychee was also amazing. I would say that chocolate ice cream, though, like, that stayed with me. That was, of all, of, I'm a, I wanted to go back and have more of all of them, basically, but that was the one where I was like, I want a vat of that. I want to live inside of that and eat it every day. <laughs> um, but then this weekend, I spent the weekend in Sandpoint, where, as everyone knows, Panhandle Conan Coffee, which is my favorite ice cream shop in the entire planet. And honestly, the more I try other places and the more I eat there, it's like, this isn't just a good ice cream shop in Sandpoint. Idaho. This is a good ice cream shop in like everywhere, everywhere. And so, um, I went there every day when I was in Sandpoint for three days in a row. Thankfully, none of like, there was people working at two of the times, but not the same people all three. Cause I was all prepared to be like, yes, yes. Okay. I'm having ice cream for the third time in a row. Um, but it's so good. Like I took the kids once and then my husband and I went once and my best friend and I went once. So I just dragged everybody but they had a flavor that's been on the menu for their it was part of their spring flavors and I had had a sampler of it but I hadn't had a whole scoop and it's um alder and amaretto and so it was alderwood smoked hazelnuts and amaretto ice cream base and then there was a cherry raspberry pomegranate jam swirled in it and it was incredible like, I liked all the flavors I had there this weekend, but that one was one where I was like, oh, you know, the taster of that really didn't get the full world of that ice cream as much as the scoop did. It was mind-blowingly good and very unusual and just had a lot of things going on in a very harmonious way. And now it's your turn. So I will have to say I loved all the flavors we had. Um, that rhubarb rose sorbet was exactly what I needed at that point in time but I'm gonna have to say we probably saved the best for last yeah with the umbi um ube 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 I want to it was really really good good. wasn't it it was just so good like I couldn't even like we were trying to take a picture before any of us dug in and I couldn't even help myself and just had to like have a scoop I was like Kara no Instagram (laughs) (laughs) I could eat so much of that and like probably to the point where I turned purple because it was just so good um, but yeah, no, that flavor, hands so down. Call to ice cream makers, make more ube things. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, um, you know what? And I can't, like, yeah, I was even looking at the store this week and trying to figure out, like, if our local store even carried those potatoes. I'm just like... Purple yams, purple yams. Yeah, no, I, you can get some taro-flavored stuff at our Asian market, and it's very similar, which is really good, but I don't, I don't think they have ube. Ah, uh, so... That is all for the Seattle Ice Cream Festival plus extra Seattle Ice Cream adventure. (laughs) Yeah. um, Make sure, as usual, to follow us. We are Sunday Drive on Twitter and Instagram. 
and Sunday Drive, I think, on Facebook, too. Uh, yeah, I think Sunday Drive Podcast on yes. Facebook. Sunday Drive Podcast on Facebook. And we have a new email account, which is <laughs> sundaydrivepodcast at gmail.com. So that we don't have to <laughs> try to explain what our old one was. We won't even mention it. Sunday, Sunday Drive Podcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, um, keep your eyes open. There'll be a lot of ice cream flavors coming up. Um, I'm probably not going to be super inventive, but they'll be good. Um, they might have a southern bent to them because I tend to keep going towards pineapple and mint at this point. I'm totally okay with that. Yes. So have a great Sunday drive. <laughs> <laughs>